The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Good morning with Chris Nees and for Jamie and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We'll have Astro Baseball for you tonight. The team that's two games back of the Rangers taking on the Seattle Mariners tonight at home. 6.40, the broadcast time. First pitch just after 7. Meanwhile, the Rangers continue their series in Boston at Fenway Park. 5.30, the broadcast time. 6.05, first pitch from Beantown. Have you seen a game there at Fenway? No, no, that's that's kind of a bucket list. Bucket list, list. okay. Yeah, just... Um, that's kind of surprising to me, actually. Well, I've never even been to Boston. Okay, well, and, and neither have I, and yeah. I'm just... At some point in time, I'm going to do that. The same, I mean, it's on the... It's, it's on, on the, the list? The list, yeah. It's on the, the Dude Bro uh, weekend. Why not just take your wife there? Uh, <laughs> she doesn't care to go. You sure about that? She doesn't care to go to Boston. She doesn't care to go to Fenway. Okay, well, but she would probably she would probably trade some things of going to Boston. For, Why for, would I spend hundreds of dollars for a decent seat to sit her and watch her scroll her phone <laughs> on Facebook? <laughs> well, that's big big talk there. I'm not highly monitored right now. <laughs> Clearly, but uh, but, uh, but this is what I, I was stepping spend out there on the because ledge, I just because I am on it going. Hey, I'm not highly monitored right now. I am not highly monitored right now, so I can say with certainty. <laughs> why would I? Why would I? Why would I want to take hundreds take, of dollars? I would spend because I would spend a lot of money for good seats. Yeah, and I would get good seats for the two of us, mm-hmm. which would mean probably somewhere you know, right behind first base, sure, you know, lower level, right? Okay. And I would get there. I'd be excited. I would be, and I would look over at her, and she'd be doing this, <laughs> not even looking. And I would say, I could have left you in the hotel, <laughs> and I could, right. I would have just spent, I could have spent even more money on one really good seat, and just ran one deep. You won one, one deep. Well, you could have just said, hey, why don't you go and do whatever it is that you do? <laughs> could you say that? I mean. If at least if I went on the dude, what bro movie with my buddies. was that? What movie was that? Why don't you just do whatever it is that you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did that go with? Maybe she know. just wants to spend time with you. I think she wants to spend time with Facebook. <laughs> She's clearly spent Facebook with with face the Facegram. I mean the Insta Snap. All right. So I think one of the I think sometimes we. We dismiss this as the as the the root of this this whole you know NIL pairs players wanting to be paid movement from from here to there to everywhere uh, exchanging of rosters basically is what happens you know West Virginia gets one of ours we get a couple of theirs Arkansas gets a couple of ours we get a couple of theirs I mean they're not trading per se for assets the players are just moving about the country freely. And I think, I think you have to go back to you know the end of the Spike Dykes era, where, and I'll just use that as as kind of a genesis point because in 1999 all of your games weren't on TV, okay, okay. and your athletic department budget was 
let's just say somewhere between twelve and fifteen million dollars. It was nine million dollars in okay. two thousand. Okay, that for a fact. Nine million dollars in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So here we are, twenty-three years later, and your athletic budget, athletic department budget for Texas Tech, is seventy-something million dollars. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there there was a point in time where, you know, the the level of of wealth between coach and player wasn't this grand canyon gap that you have now no no and and as much as you like to say um coach x whether it's coach mcguire or coach mccaslin let's just use those two and even even coach tadlock and even coach gerlich coach gerlich not so much because she's not in a million dollar a year capacity but let's just say this that team goes to a final four she'll become one yeah but think about remember this so Anyway, my point is, so it's it's hard for those players to to look at that and go, "Hey, we're going over to Coach McGuire's house for dinner and you see all that he has." And it's hard to say even though even though he's 51 years old and toiled in the in in high school, you know, football fields for years and years and years and sacrificed to get to that level, the 19 and 20-year-old and 18-year-old person just they can't, they can't equate that. No, they want it now. They want it that's, now. That's it. Is the this the microwave society that we have? It's the we've created this. We we one thousand percent created this. You know, and you know, if you who's who's to blame? It's mm-hmm. you. It's me. It's it's this generation of of uh, entitled but we, kids. But we, we've we we've my generation probably has created this. Your generation has has as well. As, Absolutely. Hey, remember. Uh, we all I, want it better for our kids than we what do. we had it. We do. I am Nobody the, wants to suffer. I'm of the generation of parents who, who's uh, every kid gets a gets a trophy, and every you know you go and you're playing a World Series this weekend. You're gonna get that fancy ring, just, and then you're gonna go play me, in another World that Series. That drives me crazy. Drives me crazy too. I mean, and, we didn't have that. We did not have that growing up. I mean. And I don't want to be the old man in the yard going, "Hey, you know, we walked six miles uphill each day in the snow." But we did, we did, we did walk to school in the snow. We did walk to school when it was hot as hell. I did ride my bike from one, you know, from our neighborhood to to you know my my junior high school, and it wasn't it wasn't just across the street. I I walked I walked to school uphills both ways actually because there was a hill that went yes i did too yeah yes and and the the fact of the matter is i didn't get to i didn't wear i I, playing baseball growing up i didn't i didn't have a helmet playing football why i fell football i didn't have a helmet that had a logo on it until i was in my senior year of high school we finally got a logo on our helmet I mean, and we we had a stripe down the middle for for junior year, and so, then we got a, we got. A, but I'm, what I'm, I'm saying that to say this: so you know, these kids are playing in uniforms. These eight year old kids on travel teams oh are God. playing in uniforms better than the the high school baseball uniform I wore my senior year. Uh, this this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It's a few good men when Demi Moore Joanne blows it in court. Demi Moore. Demi. Demi Moore. Oh, are you? Are we mad at her? Oh, just, we are not mad at Demi Moore. I'm just asking if Demi. She's she's 60 right now. I think. Are you sure it's Demi or not Demi? It's, it's, it's Demi. Demi. It's Demi. I went I went to high school with Demi's first cousin. It's Demi. 
and uh, she blows it in court and Tom Cruise says Joe you do whatever it is that you do (laughs) so Snoo go just do still not mad at her I don't care whatever it is that you do uh, what if Molina thinks he can be developed better by the Arkansas pitching coach? Maybe he it has feels nothing like he to do with being has nothing to do with that. Has, Here's the other you know thing: what they're developing from his the bank same, account from the same guy. He says this: it comes down to culture. McGuire has a great culture, and players don't leave. Joey McGuire hasn't been here long enough yet for players to leave. Mm-hmm. Players left basketball and baseball based on culture. It's not all money. Bull. Blank. No, nope, nope. You're if Players you're thinking know that, where they feel they can be near developed and have real nope. relationships. No, nope. no, nope. no. Nope. You're not living anymore. in an altruistic not world. Yeah, not, not anymore. Yeah, the, the altruism, altruism of that is a great thought, but it is not the case anymore. Yeah. It is not the case anymore. It has nothing to do with that. Is how much money can you put in my bank account? Uh, this from Derek. What you just stated is every 19 year old ever, even the ones with their heads somewhat with their head on sh- right. Most kids never saw their parents struggle or don't remember because they were too young. Exactly. Or they don't have that experience. Exactly. Of, of, and again, uh, you know, you know the, the other, we weren't the wealthiest, we weren't the poorest, but we didn't have central air conditioning until I was 14 years old. Yeah. And we lived in a city that was really, really hot in the summer. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're not doing the woe is me. No. But I mean, every, every kid that comes out today, uh, you know, one – has it's had just a cell phone the kids- since the day they were 10. Uh, they they probably had an Xbox. They probably had their own room. They probably had their own television with probably a, at least a 32-inch flat-screen TV in it. I mean, I mean... It's just not their... It's just not... It's just... Yeah, it's, it's not all their fault. It's not. We we created this, and now we're reaping what we created. And then they played on, on travel baseball and travel football and travel AAU basketball teams, and they've worn better uniforms than you ever did growing up. Tell the kids who who Tech got from uh, Arkansas. We got uh, Bonner and uh, uh, Bryce Bonner and uh, Eastern Morrell and Eastern Morrell. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, again, we're 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 doing this too. Okay? Yeah. This is not a we're, we're a vacuum, we're, guys. We're, we're we're going after kids too. Just really quick, for the record, you guys didn't have to fight in World War II either. Truth. Truth. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. We are going to make it. <laughs> we are going to make it. Okay. Well, I mean, eventually we're all going to assume room temperature. Right. But uh, on this day, Chuck, mm-hmm. in 1929, sorry, I need my glasses here because uh, <laughs> I may not make it. <laughs> uh, 1929, Chuck, the St. Louis Cardinals set a Major League Baseball record for runs with 28 runs on 28 Hits. Wow! That versus the Phillies. Wow! That run was that uh, that uh, little record was approached the other night with the uh, Angels against the Rockies. Okay, they approached that. I think they went 24, 26 runs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen thirty-three, Chuck. Uh, a first All-Star game was played at Comiskey. The American League won that four to two. Babe Ruth hits his first All-Star home run. Nineteen forty-one. The New York Yankees reveal a monument to former Captain Lou Gehrig in center field, the future Hall of Famer. Those monuments used to be in play. In play until like 1979. When they, uh, yeah, I think when, when they when they renovated Yankee Stadium. 79. Which was, I think that 76. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was 70. Was it 76? I think it was right in that area. It doesn't. It was in the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. I consider myself so. so. Uh, 1949, Chuck. 
And that disease is terrible. I had a oh, friend. Gosh, I had man. a friend that uh, passed away this past year of of ALS. I mean, Absolutely it was, debilitating. It just it was it was. It's inc- it's an incredibly terrible disease. It, I mean, there's it, a lot yeah. that are terrible, but that's and that's certainly one of them. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's yeah. Uh, 1949, Chuck, uh, the Reds catcher Walker Cooper goes six for seven, hits three home runs, three singles, five runs scored, ten RBI, and a 23 to four win over the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was the Cubs. 1962, Yankees, the Eminem Boys, Marist and Mickey Mantle. Each hit two home runs in a 7-5 win over the Twins. Mantle hits his fourth consecutive homer. 1974, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Uh, Jimmy Connors wins his first of two Wimbledon singles titles, beating Ken Rosewell. God, he's just, he was just a, Jimmy Connors was a, was a P. P with an R. Mm. <laughs> he was just, and that's Richard. who he was. He was, yeah, he, he was. was. But he had this, he had this, all-American boy. In about a way, him. People liked him. And it's, it's funny that uh, he was such a jerk store the first time around, and then he kind of hit its resurgence, and everyone loved him so much, and it's like they forgot that he was a jerk store the first time around. But everybody had a, a T-3000 Wilson tennis racket. I did. That's what the, well, you weren't, you weren't of that era. I was of that era. No, you weren't of that era. What year was that? 1974. Okay, my point is, how old were you in 1974? That's five. Okay, you weren't playing tennis in 1974. I was also in Germany. Okay, so again, you weren't of that era. And it was 1976, April 15th, 1976, when the renovated Yankee Stadium reopened. Had a big wheel. (laughs) Had a big wheel. I had a T3000 Jimmy Connors tennis racket. Wow, I had a big wheel. And I rode it around the Patrick Henry Village in uh, Heidelberg, Germany. It was great. Uh, he beat Ken Rosewall of Australia 6-1, 6-1, and 6-4. 1997, the Montreal Expos retire the Hall of Famer uh, Andre Dawson's uniform number 10. The Hawk. The Hawk. Yeah. 2020, Chuck. Kansas City Chefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes agrees to the largest contract for an athlete in sports history. He's, I, think he, I think he's worth it. He inks a deal for 12 years that could be up to $503 million. Wow. Somewhere Kirby Hokit is finding that Rolodex. <laughs> like, hey, Patrick, remember your old boys down here? Mm-hmm. We got all this NIL we got to take care of. Can you help us out? Uh, Chuck, it's National Fried Chicken Day. Oh, that's awesome. You, there used to be a place here in town. On Avenue P, by just uh, north of uh, Lowry's. I know it. I know the Richards. Place. Richards Chicken. Yep. Richards Fried Chicken. Right. Oh my God, that, that was, was good stuff. That was really good stuff. Had and an old that, woman in there and an old man in there. The bad, the the worst thing about it though is that, and he he didn't. He wore a K State hat because one of the Etheridge girls had had uh, was coaching it. I think Kami Etheridge was yeah. coaching at K State. Nice. And he was friends with her. There was a. Um, there's a pretty good place. If you got to go way out uh, north of Yukon, Oklahoma, um, and uh, we used to go out there in the Big 12 tournament, make a trip mm-hmm. out there. And it's a little, not a hole in the wall, but it's, it's, it was worth the drive. It's about a 30-minute drive out there. Did your mom make the fried chicken where she put the flour in the sack and shook it up and then put it in the... My grandmother did. Your grandmother did. Yeah. 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 My mom did that. I, yeah. I, I mean, my mom probably did, but uh, I was probably too busy playing the Intellivision on my 13-inch black and white TV in my own bedroom. Okay. See, there you go. See, you're the genesis of this, all this 
of this problem. I mean, I didn't say I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't. I, I fully acknowledge that my generation has created this generation that we have going on right now. Fully acknowledge that. But your generation helped us do that. You're right. I mean, yeah. because we had it tougher and we wanted it. We, we owned it. You know, we wanted it better than what we had it. And our parents wanted it better than they had it. Yes. Uh, born on this day, former Red Raider Justin Stockton. Okay. Elusive. Elusive, yeah. He was elusive. Born on this day, uh, actor Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't really care for him. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I like some of his stuff. I, he is he is trending towards Will Ferrell quickly, in that he is playing the same person in every movie. <laughs> it's just a different plot. And in, there's I, there is something to be said for that. I mean, it, it is. This he's playing the same guy in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I just don't. I I just don't. I, I don't know. There's just. There's just something about him. I don't know. Kevin Hart's 44. Uh, yeah. Born on this day, 50 Cent. How old do you think 50 Cent is? Uh, 51. 50 Cent is 48. <laughs> He's 48 Cent. Uh, born on this day, mm-hmm. Sly, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Adrian. He's a really small guy. He is. He's like five eight. Yeah, five if, nine. If that, uh, yeah. He, he and Tom Cruise. I, I think he's. Are, are, I think he's shorter than me, and I'm five eight. They're diminutive guys. Diminutive. But, uh, but I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> so if I, I'm going to tell him that from across the room with my foot halfway out the door. He's seventy seven, mm-hmm. and he would still kick your tail. Yeah. Uh, Zion Williams, twenty three. Well, you talk about a. You talk about a. Just twenty three. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a guy that's just. Pissing it away. Yep. Uh, that, that is him. Born on this day, George W. Bush. Okay. 77. 77. Yep. He is 77. And he's in, uh, in Kennebunkport right now. Of course he is. It's his birthday. Yeah. Uh, along with some uh, some uh, some other people. Uh, born, <laughs> born on this day, uh, Manny Machado. Okay. Born on this day. And he said, Gungala, 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 Gungalunga. And the Dalai Lama said, mm-hmm. On your deathbed, you'll receive total consciousness. total consciousness. So I got that going for him. So he's got that going for him. He's 88 today. Who is? The Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama is 88. Okay. Uh, born on this day, Paul Gasol. Okay. Born on this day. Mm hmm. Fred Dreyer. <laughs> Fred Dreyer. You remember him more for the Hunter TV show or being a defensive end for the LA Rams? I do remember him being a defensive end for the LA Rams, but <clears throat> I mean Hunter probably. Uh, born on this day, SVP. Scott Van Pelton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any dead on this day? Uh, dead on this day, still dead. Uh, 2011, John Mackey, American Pro Football Hall of Fame tight end. Okay. Yeah. Award the Mackey Award. Yeah. Got to get his hand in the dirt. That's why That's why mm-hmm. uh, uh, our guy couldn't win because he didn't have, his hand, yeah, didn't have his hand in the dirt enough. Quote. And then they gave it to a guy next year that played even less snaps at tight end than Jason Morrow mm-hmm. did. So the Mackey Award in my book is, uh, is a fraudulent award. Uh, and then on this day in American history, 1942, in Nazi-occupied Holland, a 13-year-old Jew- uh, Jewish diarist named Anne Frank and her family are forced to take refuge in a secret sealed-off area of an Amsterdam warehouse the day before Anne's older sister Margot had received a call-up notice to be deported to a Nazi quote work camp. All right, 655 we get this uh, 1963 baby. I had a T3000. Again, everybody had a T3000. 
I did not. I had a big wheel. 6.55 this morning on the Morning Drive. We'll talk some football next. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Chris Sneed. Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Jamie's uh, out today. We've got uh, some football to uh, to discuss. But we've, uh, I think we've been having a good time this morning. We'll have uh, Ranger Baseball uh, on the air for you tonight. Uh, that'll be at uh, 5.30. They'll take on the Red Sox. They lost last night. The Astros won last night. We'll have the Astros tonight on uh, 100.7. The score, 6.40 with uh, first pitch at 7.05. Ranger first pitch tonight on Double T 97.3, about 6.05 tonight. And uh, they lead now by, by two games in the uh, American League West. Somebody asked earlier... Uh, just for baseball, just for a second here, when they were going to go back to wearing the regular team uniforms in the All-Star game. Yeah, I, I don't like... I'd, I'd prefer that. I'd prefer the individual players where... I think they're wearing All-Star game uniforms. I think they were... Are they wearing All-Star uniforms during the game? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't like that. I don't either. I want them to wear their... I like that one bit. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because that's another uniform for them to, to sell. I thought that they made that for... They would wear that during, like, the uh, All-Star... It, uh, no. That, well, you know, the Fan Fest Day kind of deal. Oh, no. 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 Now they're wearing these uniforms. Yeah. I hate that. I do, too. I always liked it when they lined them up, you know. They lined I've up. been to two All-Star games, and they, and they line them up, and they... And they, you know, have the different uniforms, and I, I would, I love that. I would like it, you know. And what I really liked, it made me mad. I went to the uh, the one All Star game, and uh, and all the teams wore their right uniforms except for the stinking Chicago White Sox guy wore their alternate top. I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what one, game was one, that? Oh no, it's not. It wasn't the one I was at because I was at ninety. Which alternate top? They've had a couple. The black one. I like the black one. I do too. But when everyone else is wearing gray, oh, I'd like to, them to wear their regular home jersey or their regular road jersey. I would too. I'm such a a stickler. I would like that uh, you wear only whites on uh, at home and gray on the road, except I on the weekend. The except on the weekend, and then you can wear your alternate tops. Okay, both teams would do it. The uh, Big Twelve announced their uh, preseason uh, football media team. I. I don't know how many... Okay, I'm just going to say this. I don't know how many people voted, all right? It's not that many. It's like... It's not. Yeah. It's not that many. And when when I tell you that I just... I don't feel like this guy is going to be the offensive player of the year in the Big 12 this year. But they say the the voters voted, um, chosen by media representatives who cover the league. Uh Uh-huh. you have a vote, don't you? I did have a vote. I didn't vote just because, I, I mean, I, well, here's the deal. I can't tell hey, you. The, then you need to stop talking right now. If no. you're going to complain about the vote, you had a vote and didn't exercise it. All I'm you saying, need to stop talking. My point is the reason why I didn't vote is because I didn't know enough about, you know, offensive linemen here, there, or anywhere. That's, well, it's clear that nobody else did, but they managed to send that ballot in. Right. And I, I don't know that anybody here did. Uh, Jalen Daniels from Kansas, was named as the Offensive Player of the Year. He's a Sounds like the Kansas guy voted. It sounds like the Kansas guy voted, right. If I'd had a Player of the Year vote, I would not have voted for him. Well, I, you, I, whoa, 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 whoa. 
You did have a player of the year vote, <laughs> and know. you didn't exercise. If it. I had, if I had voted, <laughs> Jeff had a I vote just, too, I, right? You had a vote, Jeff. You could have voted. Hello, Jeff McGuire. He's not listening to me. He's got his turned off. Did you have a vote? I may have. I didn't know that I got one. Okay. But anyway, I'll say I, this. I, I, I don't, don't have a vote. I don't, can't have one. I, yeah. Jaylen, with the university. Jalen Daniels. Uh, yeah. um, I don't remember I don't getting any votes. I don't know that, that he'll be honorable mention. Um, now, do I think that Duran Bradley will be uh, in the mix for a uh, first-team All-Big 12 player? Yes, sir, I do. I mean, I think, and he's he is. What what are you looking at? What do you, what do you what? Would I do something? No, you're just sitting there. I'm, I'm, just, I'm listening. To, I'm listening to a guy complain about the vote that you didn't exercise his vote. I did. I'm not complaining. <laughs> you're kind of complaining. I'm kind of really complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think this guy's going to be the offensive player of the year. Okay, when it's all said and done. Well, you, had, you? Uh, no. Yeah, but you had the opportunity to do something about that, You're and, right. and I didn't. You're right, and I, every year I say, you know, I think I'm going to vote this year, and then I just I didn't. Yeah. Well. Jalen Hutchings was named the All uh, Big Twelve uh, defensive lineman uh, out of Texas Tech, and I think he'll I think he'll be a guy that will contend for that mm-hmm. as well. Don't you? I do. Okay. Okay. So that would be that would be my thought on that. So I don't know. It's just and Big Twelve Media Days will be next week, and Choice uh, Woodman will be there. I think Jamie's going to be there. Jamie's going to be there for a day, right? Okay. So that'll be that'll be good for both those guys to uh, to go and uh, and represent and uh, be amongst them and uh, hear what uh, hear what Coach McGuire's got to say about his team and uh, and the other coaches too, the and the and the new coaches, so the newbies. It'll be interesting to see. You know what the what the newbies think of uh, this whole process that is the Big Twelve. Are you concerned about any of them, like becoming a power? The new teams, yeah, of the new teams. Which one do you think? Do you think it's UCF? No, I think BYU. BYU is the one you're concerned about. I think UCF could take a huge step forward. Mm-hmm. I think I think BYU has had a history of being a national. True power, mm-hmm. and this kind of gets them back to where they were. Gives I think, them some I, relevance. I think I agree with Jeff. UCF could take a huge step forward. I, I do. That's who I. That's who I'm most concerned about. Uh, they're in Florida. They're they're all. I mean, they've got a huge enrollment already. Yeah, they've that's got, a they, huge commuter school. They, they've got. They've got. They've got. And who knows? Maybe the folks in Florida, Florida State, and Florida, and. Miami, maybe they look at UCF and UCF go, is the and, UNT of Florida from a from a collegiate or, standpoint. Or is it a, is it a Houston? Is it a Cougar High? Is that is that See, a better, that's the one I'm worried is going to take a step forward? Cougar High? Yeah. No, no, because of the influx in money that they're going to get because of the new TV contracts that they're going to be a part of that they were never sniffing anything for that their facilities do go up. And they well, start. They their facilities are already okay. The baseball yeah, but, park's pretty decent. Football's, me. Eh. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's it, it's fine for where they've been. It doesn't compare to the Big Twelve. No, it doesn't. Their new stadium will once they get the TV funds to build the new stadium. 
Are they building a new stadium? They're going to have to build a new stadium to compete in the Big 12. That's got to be at the top of their list. I don't think they're going to. I thought they just got one. Or they, they renovated. Well, they, they just renovated the, the, yeah. the dog at our Robertson Stadium. And uh, They're not going to build another stadium. I don't think they're going to build another stadium. They can't fill the one they have now. Oh, they'll be able to now with all the Big 12 teams going there. No. That, I mean, they love it when we come to town. <laughs> I mean, we'll, mm-hmm. we put our 12,000 like fans in there. They'll like it when TCU comes to town. They'll like it when Oklahoma State comes to town. And Oklahoma, and, Oklahoma uh, State's not going to fill not, that stadium. Oklahoma State didn't fill their own stadium. <laughs> That's not true. It's also a little bit bigger. Talking about football or you're talking about baseball? Talking about football. They fill their stadium a couple times a year. Oh, they don't fill their stadium when Kansas comes to town. They fill their stadium when OU comes to town. They fill their stadium when Tech comes to town. They fill their stadium when Texas comes to town. Does that, does when Kansas mean? State rolls in there, they don't fill their stadium. Uh, nah, they don't. They don't. I think the K-State people travel pretty well. Then it's K-State people filling their stadium, not Oklahoma yeah. State fans. I think the K-State people... It is a travesty. Oklahoma State spends $80 million on that baseball park. And they lower the they they build a 3,500-seat stadium, and they can't fill it. That is that is a travesty. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth when I, when I look at that. Those people up there is Mobile Oklahoma State don't have any <laughs> idea what they've got going on. Mobile home. Mobile Oklahoma State. I said it. I said what I said. Mobile Oklahoma If you're mad State. about it, come do something about it. <laughs> Mobile Oklahoma State. Okay. 724 this morning here on the morning draw. That wears me out. TCU is just the same way, man. Okay. Look at um, our Amy Carter Stadium. Look how pretty it. We play the Armed Forces Bowl here. <laughs> we get more people for the Armed Forces Bowl than we get when we play Kansas. Mm-hmm. Why do we let these guys in the Big Twelve? Why do we? Why do we do that? I don't. know. Maybe we should just set up TV cameras over at uh, Monterey's practice field and just play Big Twelve games there. Then you wouldn't have to worry about it. You could. You could. You could uh, green screen. A, we could have. We could have brought Louisville in. Could have been great travel partner for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I mean, jeez. Could green screen in the crowd. You know, the band, the atmosphere. We wouldn't have to spend two hundred million dollars on a stadium. We wouldn't have to put new lights in or anything like that. We could do that. I think that'd work. <laughs> Am I giving you a headache? No, this whole this whole stinking thing gives me a headache. All right, you have a question. You have a question for me. I do. Okay, great. Do. That's that's next. It's not the question morning. I had before, but I have a question. Because you forgot it. You I didn't did. write it down. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Chris Sneed and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. All right, what's your uh, what's your big question there? All right, since uh, th- this actually this is not this is the second one that you yeah, and this with. is actually I'm st- I'm stealing this from a uh, texter who actually said this a few minutes ago, and so texter, uh, full credit to you. But uh, this kind of starts from back in the first hour. Uh, Chuck uh, made. Uh, Made note that the the Rangers are now only two games up in first in first place over the Astros. Mm-hmm. As we uh, well, wind down towards the All Star break, I was quick to remind him that it was July sixth, and that uh, this is not something to worry too much about. So the question is: Will the Rangers be in first place on the on the All Star break at the All Star break? Will the Rangers be in first place? They have one more with the Red Sox, and they have three with the Nationals, but leading into the uh, the All-Star break. Will the Rangers still be in first place next mm. Tuesday? 
Because like a couple of days ago, I'd be like, what are you kidding me? Of course they will be. But now, now there's a, a little bit of a, a question mark in that. I'm, I am not the one questioning this. Everyone else is. So, I mean, I am asking you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you here in two seconds. I just need to look at the Nationals they, record. The Nationals, yeah. Okay, the Nationals record is uh, not good. They're 30, say, 34 and 52. Yeah. I'm going to say, if, if, you, if you aren't in first place when the All-Star break happens on Sunday night, then you got a problem. I'll just say that. Fair. So, yes, I will say the Rangers will be in first place. In fact, I'll say that the Rangers will have at least a three-game lead when um, baseball ceases play on Sunday. The Rangers play early on Sunday. We'll have a 10.30 a.m. broadcast. Wow. An 11.05 first pitch from our nation's capital. Wow. Meanwhile, the Astros take on the Seattle Mariners, 12.40 and a 105 first pitch. So the Rangers game should be almost over by the time the Astros take the field. Okay? I don't know about that. I said it should be almost over. That's a fast game, Chuck Hines. Well, I, uh, okay. That's both, I mean, these, both of these games have been going 230, 245, right? Okay. All right. Okay. So almost over is still accurate, right? Ooh, okay. Just right? so it's calm. It's a settle down there. <laughs> so, you need to simmer. You need to simmer. Yes. The Rangers will be in first place at the All-Star break. I also agree the Rangers will be in first place at the All-Star break. Now, would I be shocked if they weren't? No. I would be shocked if they weren't. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it's a two-game lead. You're not playing well, and the Astros are playing white hot for the first time, really, this season. As, as good as the Rangers have been, the Astros have started to catch up in the last 10 days, in the last week and a half or so. Yeah, they've shaved three games off the lead. Right. It's still two more that they've got to shave. That's two wins that they get while also matching whatever wins the Rangers get. Well. You're running out of time for doing that. However. A loss today and a win today and you're only up by game. Ooh. Right. Uh, plot thickens. Oh. But again, they have to win two more of the next four than the Rangers do in order to make up that ground. Does Rangers the, win two games. They're guaranteed to be at least tied. Chuck, do they determine the playoffs at the All-Star break? No, they do not. Okay. Well, we didn't ask if you were winning the division. I know. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> we, we are specifically looking at the All-Star I'm, break. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just establishing a question for the jury right there. No, they, they do not. I'm just... It's a redirect. Oh. Uh, redirect, Your Honor. <laughs> Chuck... Do they determine the playoffs at the All-Star break? Thank you, Your Honor. No more questions. Okay. You've seen too many TV shows. Absolutely. <laughs> Few good men. Do whatever it is you do. Joe. Joe. <laughs> you loved that from earlier. Love me some Demi Moore. <laughs> Not mad at her. You still being monitored? Oh, most likely. <laughs> but it's okay. She does, too. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thirty-five this morning here on the morning drive. All right, so what, Ranger fans, Astro fans, I did get a. I uh, get this from uh, from Sneed line here, from my CEO. Yeah, Kurt. Go Stro, go go Stros, go. Go Stros, go. Yeah, go straight to uh, Seattle. <laughs> get swept. Uh, actually, they, those games are in Houston. Doesn't matter. Okay, those games are in are in Houston. Still get swept. Yeah. All right. Uh, thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line, 735 this morning here on the morning drive. 
Uh, David Ross, you talked about him the other day, right? Yeah. Did he get fined? <clears throat> Did he no. hear from the old uh, commissioner's office? Heard from his mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Worse. He heard, he from, heard from the principal's office. <laughs> he was he was not happy about um, them closing the uh, the roof there in Milwaukee. He said just a lot. I heard of, that rumor. Just a lot of bull blank that went on today. That was really frustrating. I blanking thought it was horse blank. I don't blanking know. Uh, and then he said, he "My got favorite part of this is Chuck is not reading one that's got those blanked out. He's having to do the blanking on his own." <laughs> no, no, no. I am reading one that's it's blanked out. Um, then he got a call from his mother, and she she wanted to know if he was okay. <laughs> Are you okay? You said a lot of bad words. Ross said he, he doesn't love that F-bombs came out. Well, that was that was his fault. And then he told the media he got a call from his mother after his tirade with his mother saying, words, son. Are, are, you, are you okay? Well, at least it wasn't Captain America. Because we know he's got a problem with people using language. He, he, also, he, he also said, he also said uh, yesterday... Uh, that it was really an un-American thing. It was un-American to close the roof on the 4th of July. What? Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> he said, come on, man. Beautiful 4th come of July. Come on, man. Really Let's un-American go. to close, close, the, uh, close the roof. No, if you want to say it's Bush League to do that so you that, that you could get an advantage, you can say that. If you want to say that that's, that's not the, the parameters of the rules for mm-hmm. weather relation to the game, you can say that. If you say it's un-American to do that on the mm-hmm. 4th of July because we want to look at the clear blue sky in Milwaukee, that's garbage. <laughs> that's Barbara Streisand. You can't throw that out there, David Ross. Meanwhile, Craig Council, the manager of the Brewers, had this to say. He said the roof closing was simple standard procedure between the umpires and ground screw with a threat of rain. You just wish you had a roof to play with that dump you call a, a ballpark up there in Chicago. It's a tavern. Weirdly Field is a bar. Go into the bathroom and stand uh-huh. in the two inches of all that stuff that comes out, okay. of, the, out of the troughs. Okay. They, they have... They have Renovated Wrigley okay. Field. Uh, okay. Chris, I for, I'd forgotten your disdain for Wrigley Field. I understand that he did suggest that it was shadow-related, council said. It's weather-related as far as I know. I don't think the umpires would allow it to be shadow-related. He said the roof when the game starts is the umpires and ground crews consults, and I don't know what that conversation is like. Uh, that's the point of having a roof, I think, is to prevent it from raining. I know they're sensitive about an open roof and rain. And then he said, I'm not responsible for whether it was raining or not. I can't control whether it was raining or not. I'm not in the roof business. I don't want to be in the roof business. It's a bad business to be in. You're never going to make everyone happy in the roof business. Unless it's hailing outside yeah. and then you're in a good business. Yeah. But it, wouldn't he have said that I'm not in the in the weather business? He said he's not in the rain business. The rain business. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. There's that. Uh, so let's see here. 7.39 this morning on the morning drive. Yeah. Um, David Bednard, Bednar, Bednar, uh, he has replaced uh, Clayton Kershaw in the uh, at, at the All-Star game. It just so happened that the Pirates and the Dodgers were playing in Pittsburgh, and Bednar uh, gets uh, to be on the roster after being among the snubs. Why does that matter that they just happen to be in Pittsburgh? Well, they're playing in Pittsburgh, and then Bednar did this. For Kershaw, he put some Iron City lights in a cooler and left a note on the Pittsburgh on the uh, Dodger bench saying, "Mr. Kershaw, enjoy Pittsburgh's finest beer. Mr. Kershaw, Pittsburgh's finest beer, enjoy." 
I thought that was a good. I, th- I, I was think that's nice. neat, but what did that have to do with? Did Kershaw name Bednar? No, he's just doing something nice for him because he goes on the uh, disabled list. Or he goes on the injured list. And he can't play in the All Star game, and Bednar replaced him. He's just trying to do. He's just trying to do something. It was just a nice gesture. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm just. I know that's foreign mm-hmm. to you, but you know. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. See if you're listening. I am always listening. 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. I may not hear you, but I'm always listening. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Chris Need, who's in for Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning. Take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. The Visual Edge IT hotline is open as well. 806 7710973 we come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you uh we've talked a little bit about the uh, all big 12 preseason team we've got two red raiders on it Jaran Bradley and uh, JT Hutchings and so um, how do you feel about preseason teams in general and preseason I think um, preseason top 25s, and I, I know they're created to for, you know, things to talk about. Sure. But I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I do like to look at who everybody thinks is going to be there at the beginning, and then I do like going back and then seeing how it turned out. I, I think compared those, to what it, all those lists, mm-hmm. I think they put undue pressure on players that probably – are poised to have great year. Do you remember the year that Dylan Noisy was projected to be the he was the preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year in the in the Big Twelve baseball in baseball? Okay, and I think didn't even finish as a first team All Big Twelve player that year. I think he was second team. I mean, he was. A, I mean, he had a decent season, but he spent a lot of the year injured, and I think right out of the box he pressed. And I think that th- things like that place undue pressure on players. And some of them thrive and, and handle it great. And some of them, the pressure just becomes too great because the pressure from fans and media and and all that goes with it, that just the, the, well, idea, they, mean, the pressure of the self, pressure from self. Are you now asking mm-hmm. – 18 to 22 year old kids to to compartmentalize well, there's all be, these things. And here's the deal. As as this name image and likeness continues to mature and we go keep going down this road of where you're you're basically paying players to come play for university, that pressure is going to intensify. It does. Because because expectations have now changed. Well, of you're course. now you're now not the 18 year old freshman, you're the 18 year old phenom who makes, you know, a couple hundred grand a year. I mean, did did your feelings about Fardal's AMAC change when you realized how much money he was getting in NIL. Of course. It, it did. I mean, we, I was excited when he came here, and then when he didn't play, I was like, okay, well, that's great. But then you find out that he's making 400 or 400K a year to sit over there on the bench 
and not play and giggle about when we're getting beat by 20. I'd, I'd rub me the wrong way in a big way. But, I mean, getting back to preseason, those those uh, those types of uh, lists. I, I, I guess. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess. Um, all right, here's another list for you. Okay. Heartland College Sports, all right, has a Big 12 preseason poll. This guy's name is Brian Clinton. Okay. okay. He, he wrote it. Okay. Um, and then they have some guys that he works with and this Heartland College Sports staff. Okay. okay. And they, they put out Big 12 content uh, all the time. Uh, this will probably come as no surprise to you. K-State picked first. <clears throat> okay. Uh, they narrowly edged the Longhorns for the top spot in their poll. Uh, they talk about Will Howard and his entire offensive line returning. Um, plus, I mean, they have had a good track record defensively, and they feel like that uh, K-State will win the conference. They have uh, Texas number two. Undoubtedly, the public's pick to win the Big 12. Uh, the Longhorns have as high of expectations as they've seen in years. <clears throat> Do you believe that? I mean, it's hard to say because every year there's high expectations for Texas. I mean, we see that firsthand, right? Yeah. <clears throat> when, I, when they say the Longhorns have as high expectations as they've seen in years, that's, is that a true statement? Aren't the Longhorns' expectations high every year? That's, my, that's what I just said. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, that's, I'm, I'm yes. agreeing with you. Yes, okay, okay. I mean, the, the point being is... If we think it's something new for for Texas to have high expectations, that's, I mean, that's not. You, yeah, I mean, they they win recruiting championships every year, uh, in their own minds, and they fail on the and field. It, and yeah, I mean, well, we'd love to have some of their failure too. I, not maybe, I don't want. I don't want their. I'd love to have some of their recruiting success. We're starting to get some of that. We are. Uh, Oklahoma, they have as number three after six and seven debacle in Brent Venables' first year. There's quiet optimism in Norman ahead of this coming year. They return their quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. They've added several of the nation's top transfer portal targets. They were 0-5 in one-score games last year, including losing to Texas Tech in overtime. Okay. 0-5 in one-score games. Okay. Okay. Do you believe that they're going to be third? Uh, could be. I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, they have uh, Texas Tech as number four. Mm, could be. Do you think that's too high? No. Okay. Ask another question. <laughs> Do you think that's too low? Yes. Okay. Do you think it should be third? <laughs> yes. Okay. There is tangible excitement in Lubbock that this could be the year that Texas Tech announces itself as one of the true powers of the future Big 12. I think there's some truth to that. Joey McGuire's squad returns virtually everyone on offense and several contributors from the defensive team that went 8-5 and five last year. Watch out for the Red Raiders in 2023. Okay. Then uh, TCU is 5, Oklahoma State is 6, Baylor 7. Uh, the new kid, uh, UCF, is 8th. As um, The question is, can they adjust to the Power 5 level from the start? That's the the question for all of these teams where, you know, when you come from the AAC, yeah, you had a few big games, 
but she also had to, you know, you also cupcakes. got to play South Florida <laughs> the next week, you know. Yep. So, I mean, now granted, we're all giggling about that, but we also got to all play Kansas. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we got to play OU, Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas the rest of the time, too. We had our Kansas and Iowa State and Baylor. You didn't get those weeks off. You know, you could ramp up for one or two games a year and then spend the rest of the year, you know, kind of kind of going on autopilot beating tomato cans in the, in the American. You can get Tulsa and SMU and US, USF and then really get, gear up when you had to play Cincinnati. So it's not that way. Now Cincinnati's going through that same thing. They have Kansas at ninth. Um I just, I, I just think based on their schedule, um, they'll struggle to win five games. I think the over/under for them is five and a half. I think they'll struggle to win five. Okay. So I don't know if that will, if ninth will. They have Kansas ahead of Iowa State, which is next. Then the next two, next three are the new kids: BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston, with West Virginia at number fourteen. Uh, I don't know. There's something that tells me that West Virginia is going to be better than. No. Everybody's predicting no. it to be. No. They are, okay. they are okay. rotten. They are rotten? awful. <clears throat> awful. Swirl in the drain. There is a, I would lay money over under five games before Neil Brown's fired. Five in seasons. Games. In the season. Okay. I think that, uh, I think he'll survive a little bit longer than that. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.